Good morning, all, and welcome to this week's episode of the CEO MomCast. I have with me Dr. Natalie Derica. Did I say your last name correctly? Derica, but most people say Derica. Okay. Okay. Uh, She is a pelvic floor physical therapist and health coach. I am going to go ahead and hand it over to her, and she can let us know how she got started in the business that she's in. Yes. Hi. Thanks for having me, Sarah. Well, so I've been a physical therapist for, man, going on 13 years almost. And I love seeing everything. I love how the body works. I love fixing things from a foundational level. But it was when a hospital asked me if I could open up their pelvic floor program that really intrigued me. So I went through all the courses, learned all the um, information, and it is such an amazing part of physical therapy because of how it really affects um, women like postpartum. And I just saw, I saw so many women come to me feeling alone and ashamed and embarrassed of this area and thinking that they were the only one. And I saw that, you know, day after day. And I saw these women go from that to like, this newfound confidence when they knew about their pelvic floor well and how it tied into their relationships and their day. And um, yeah, it was just such a cool transformation to see that I wanted to spread the word more that if, if I'm, if my schedule is getting booked with these kind of women thinking that they're alone, like how many others are out there that feel the same way. So I wanted, I wanted to bring a place where I could talk about an area that's not um, really talked about and and be the person to bring aloud all the questions that I've heard over the years. Now, that is amazing to me that you said that a hospital approached you to get this program going because I work in a hospital oh. and I am floored on an almost daily basis on how many services are lacking for women postpartum, prepartum, you know, even like getting the ball rolling mm-hmm. on wanting to get pregnant. And then there's none of it. It's like a 24 hour checkout. See you later. Bye. Um, I myself am Canadian and I had both my kids in Canada. So we had a little more support in the fact that there was, you know, lactation specialists in the hospital and they did check in with you and things like that. And I don't hear a lot of that down here, but nobody ever talks about what happens down there. I'm sure you have children. <laughs> I, I, I have heard in other, like I have a friend who lives in Europe and she said it's part of their... Mm-hmm. Well, is that the same in Canada? It's not. I mean, you have your six week check. And of course, the doctor asks right. you if anything's going on that right. you're concerned about. But and I you mean, don't know what's common or normal. Like right. you don't know what's going on after. And yeah. mm-hmm. as a first time mom, especially, you know, it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, everything's been great, you know, back to normal. And then, you know, mm-hmm. a couple months later, everything's relaxed and kind of back in its place. And you're like, you sneeze and you pee yourself and you're like, okay, that's not normal. Yeah. Why wasn't this talked about? Right. Yeah. And then like, what do I do about it? You know, I I think I go and educate doctors because it's just not an area that that people are very well trained in. Even as a physical therapist, we didn't really get to I had to go to all the continuing education courses to really get into this area of the body. We just don't we don't know about it. We don't talk about it. We don't know what the role it can play on our psyche on our emotions. Um, It just I've seen it. I've seen it transform women once they knew what to do with this area. And 
yeah, it, it really just brought this passion that I want. I want all, I want all humans to thrive in life. And um, if I could play a little, you know, be a catalyst and play a role to get them there, then why, why am I not so? Well, and that's great because I, like you said, it's a area that was lacking and it's something that you feel passionate about. And I had this conversation with my last guest today that, um, it's not very often people can find something that they're passionate about and bring it into their workplace to make work, not feel like work. Mm. And so it's always good when you do that. Um, now you focus mostly on, um, pelvic floor reboots and repair. Is this what sets you apart from others in the industry or do you notice that it's growing? So there's going to be a lot of you. I it's, I don't know anyone else that's doing what I'm doing right now. And I say that because I have worked in conventional medicine for over a decade, but I've also worked in natural medicine and integrative. And I've, I've started up clinics in natural or in functional medicine facilities as well. So I really do a holistic approach. I, I know why, like what's stopping women from getting from where they are to where they want to be. And I implement all of that. So the coaching program, it's really, I believe innovative. It might be going in this direction, but I, I give the support needed because we all, you know, it's like, it's like that difference between knowing what to do and then actually doing it. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, I make sure that they are pivoting in the right direction and that they are getting all their questions answered. So it's just, it's so much different. I can really pour into these women more that way um, and kind of just use this like holistic approach to treat okay. them, treat their body and, as a whole. And that's great. Uh, we're really noticing that pivot. I think in a, a lot of healthcare and in a lot of things these days to a more holistic approach, we're realizing that yes, conventional medicine has a place, but it doesn't necessarily have a place in absolutely everything. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's yeah, definitely needed, but preventative. And it's, I think I've just seen so much of both sides of the coin. And when, when I see patients that have issues that could have been prevented, preventative, then yes, mm -hmm. I think like it's, I'm hoping more people are realizing the importance of that. Um, and that's where like natural medicine really steps up. Right now. Um, I would assume just like anybody else, you have a personal life. And how do you manage that with running a business or multiple clinics, uh, the way it sounds and this coaching? Yeah, I think what really helped me balance is planning, planning the balance. So like that way you're not living in that you know, like if you're doing something fun, you're like, man, I should be working on my business. And then when you're working all the time, you're like, and I should like go work out or have fun. So I think like taking the time to plan to, to have that balance and make sure, you know, I have a community and a social, like all, all the aspects of health. I think that's part of being healthy is balance. And I have to practice what I preach, but, um, it really has helped me stay in the moment when I plan it because I'm not like I should be working because I know work is in my plan and um, vice versa. I know when I'm working hard, I can focus because I know I have some rest time too. So I think it's just learning what that looks like and sticking to the plan. 
That's phenomenal. I wish I could stick to a plan. I start out every week with a like a planner and I fill my weekend and I'm like, yes, these are all the things that are going to get done. And then Friday rolls around and I'm like, I did half of them. <laughs> and that's why we need accountability because we right? feel like we are all like that. We, we are motivated at first and we mean well, but that accountability partner really just helps you stay inspired and... <laughs> Yells at do you, you have, do you have an accountability partner in your work? Absolutely. Yes. I have, I have so many for um, just different oh, parts, like mindset accountability and um, yeah, just different parts of my business and oh. even just like lifestyle, like health. We, yeah, I think it's very important, um, even necessary sometimes. So in st- starting and opening these clinics and then also, you know, opening your own co- coaching practice, what is something you feel that you've learned um, about the business world? Something I've learned about uh, so much. Um, <laughs> I'd say, I'd say like something that that has helped me and helped me learn fast is, is finding others that are doing like what you're trying to get to do very well and like following them and seeing how they do things. So I think like, like in just this whole, like going from being in the health field to starting a business, it's, it's a huge pivot. And I think, um, yeah, just, I didn't know how to do any of it and going to people who are, were really good at different parts and just asking questions and, um, yeah, continuing to ask questions. No, like is, I think just, yeah, the biggest takeaway. And, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no. Yeah. That was basically. (laughs) Um, So this is something I like to ask my coaches because a lot of people think when you get into the coaching industry that you know it all, which is not true. hundred percent. No, it's not true. But do you yourself um, seek out coaching or is there a certain book or podcast that you turn to when you are needing that extra support? Absolutely. 100%. I have, I have multiple coaches as well. Um, I, I think it's very important, you know, again, kind of that practice what you preach, but yes, I have like a mindset. I have a couple of mindset coaches, um, like a sales coach. I have, yeah, just different coaches in my life as well. Um, a business coach, but I'd say it, in terms of books, I, um, there's so many, but I'd say like the book that made me really passionate, but passionate about reading was Atomic Habits. And that that kind of opened this like, gosh, new realm for me. And I'm like, I've learned so much from this one book. What, what else can I learn? And um, yeah, I'd say Atomic Habits, if no one's read it, it's just a really good, it's a great book. A lifestyle. You are the second person I've interviewed that's recommended that book and I'll tell you the same thing that I told them it is sitting on my bookshelf have I gotten to it yet no (laughs) but it's there do you what about um audio yeah books I feel like audio you know you can kind of like listen and then 
still do chores or yeah and I I think I'm gonna have to start to pivot to that a little more I am such an old school love the book love paper like have refused to get a kindle sort of thing so I just finished up my last year of university and it's killing me because all my books are online and I'm like I don't like this I like Uh, textbooks yeah I mean, I see the value in it that I may just have to kind of, you know, listen to it while I do things because I'll never get it right if I don't. Yeah. Oh, I agree. It it was so good that I bought the book after I listened to it. And I, you know, I haven't, I'm like you or I'm like, yeah, you just want to read the, read it, but it just takes more time, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's probably one of those things that needs to be on my to-do list to like unwind at night, turn off the screens, read a book, and maybe I'll get back to that now that I'm done school. But yeah. Well, congratulations. Did you just finish? Because it's like May, the beginning of May. Yeah. So I actually go to a Canadian university still because I started my degree there. So I finished it all online and we wrapped up our semester the second week of April. So I'm just one class. I'm waiting for grades to come back on. Uh, Yes. Summer, summer break. hundred percent. It's going to be the first summer ever with my kids that I'm going to just have nothing on the go. It's going to be phenomenal. (laughs) Oh, I'm excited for you. That's awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So we did touch a little bit on your own education. Um, Did you find that your career experience prior to switching to pelvic health helped or was it a complete learning curve for you to switch to that? Um, To switch to like the business aspect or to switch to doing pelvic floor therapy. Yes. To switch to doing pelvic floor. Like I, I know you, um, you did PT before, but, um, you said you had to take certain classes and whatever to do the pelvic floor aspect. Was it a total learning curve for you or was it some you felt you already knew? No, it definitely, definitely what goes hand in hand because like as a therapist, as a pelvic floor therapist, you need to know the body, what, like everything. And so like, in physical therapy, I worked on the whole body. So I was very familiar how it all tied in, like very familiar with the muscles and the, um, like just different, um, anatomical parts down there. So it, it definitely was like a stepping stone for, and all, all tied into the pelvic floor, um, realm. But then we just got very, like, we, we just got very (laughs) clear on it and like just dove in and learned every, like in detail um, what's going on down there. So, yeah. And do you still have to take continuing education as part of your field or? Yeah, absolutely. And even if I, I'm such a nerd, like I, I love health so much. I, it doesn't matter if I need it or not. Like I'm always researching and researching and trying things out on like myself. And, um, I, I'm so passionate about just natural medicine and, and the body and what we can do for it. So yeah, I, it's, I eat, sleep and breathe this for Mm. fun, for work. (laughs) It's all the same to me. (laughs) Got to set up those boundaries. I know. Uh, It's so fun. Uh, So where do you see yourself in your business in the next five years? That's a good question. I, So right now I'm very specific in the pelvic floor. I saw such a need and because it's not a, just a mainstream thing, I really wanted to make a place for women in that area where they can find answers and feel safe. But I also have a passion for 
so many, so many things that I want to help in that I have a whole outline of programs that I think could help people just physically feel their best and therefore just have the best quality of life. And I would love to start kind of branching off and seeing all the, um, yeah, just all the women I could help. So I would definitely like to keep expanding and just meeting people where they are and trying to be a catalyst from what I do every day, which is research health and help them um, just give them that information and just have, have a different approach than, than what's out there. Like you said, like a lot of us, we go to conventional medicine and I just want them to, to know there's like different, different avenues to um, feel their best and feel healthy. So for a new graduate, what is one piece of advice you would give to them starting out in your field? Starting out, uh, put those 10,000 hours in, like just, you got to start doing it. And, um, kind of going back to like, if, if somebody's doing something well, like watch them, ask them questions and getting mentors is, is just so helpful just to have somebody to talk things through. So I'd say that's like, don't do it alone if you can get some help, but then that, and then just definitely just start doing it, you know, the, the having to, the doctorate that you have, is it like an MD? Did you have to sort of do a residency? Because I know you're mentioning getting your hours in. Well, I had to do four internships. And yeah, we had to do a dissertation. And it was a it was a three-year doctorate program for oh, physical wow. therapy. Okay. And well, then prior- pretty much. <laughs> what was that? Pretty much an MD by the time you're done, you know, those years and those internships oh, yeah. and hours and the loans, <laughs> right? All the loans that come with it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, I, I've always had a passion for the human body and how it worked. And so, I mean, to me, I thought school was fun. It was hard. Everything. I feel like for me, I really have to work at everything I do. But I think you also gain appreciation when you have to do that as well. So that's true. It kind of feels more like you earned it when you work yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah. You, you appreciate it. So what do you think are a current or future trend this year in the health field? I mean, we touched on holistic and it seems to be a lot of things heading that way. Is there anything specific that stands out to you? Well, when, when you were first asking that question, I thought like AI, I, I just with GPT, I think that's going to be, I think we're going to start seeing a lot of changes um, with that. And I'm not quite sure how yet, but I just, I see it coming. And I do, I mean, I don't know if it's because I moved from Indiana to San Diego, but I do see more of an, a trending up in people who are interested in emotional health and um, kind of like what Simon Sinek calls like mental fitness, like instead of mental health, but like, how can we work on our, our mental muscle or our brain every day? So like, just kind of like more of a holistic approach to health. I'm really hoping it's trending in that direction anyways. 
I think it's great that people are starting to recognize that. And this has been awesome interviewing people in different aspects of health care and health, the health field, because you're all kind of saying the same thing that we're oh, headed cool. to this more holistic approach and that it's not just about one part of the body. It's realizing it's all these different sections that we have to kind of get into a cohesive balance. They all need to be on the same page for us to have optimum health. It's not necessarily about blood test results anymore and, you know, running 5k every day. It's right. Well, Nat, thanks so much for taking your chance, taking your opportunity, sorry, to talk to us today. Um, For all of my listeners, I do have um, her About Me information up on the CEOMomCast.com website. You can also visit the Holistic Pelvic Coach on Instagram. There are some links there over to um, your coaching page. So if anybody wants more information, they can certainly go that route. Click those links and find out more about Nat, what she does and what she offers. And um, yeah, again, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. Thank you, Sarah. It was so much fun.